0: What is happening, people? Back on another one again. Um, two weeks on the trot now. We're back. It's safe to say that we've got this um, weekly content coming back. Um, hopefully, everybody is good. Um, don't know about wherever you are, but it is fucking freezing um, here in Stirling at the moment. Um, so, what better time to be dieting than now, right? Um, see, when I have to be out at night doing steps at the moment, albeit for a dog walk, so I'd have to do it Anyway brutal. Um, so I hope that whatever whatever anybody's up to, be that a diet, be that just chilling out on a surplus of calories to gain some weight, hopefully, um, hopefully you're, you're managing well and you've sort of got a, an idea of how you're going to manage the Christmas period. Uh, I think it is important to not have an all or nothing mentality here. Uh, I think it's, it's really important not to expect too much of yourself uh, and unless there's a very, very specific reason, don't Allow don't like allow yourself some uh, some balance so to speak like you're gonna have nights out you're gonna have meals out uh, like I'm on a contest prep but I'll be having three plates full come Christmas Day um, I say that I'll not be able to manage it but I will be going in with the mentality of I am gonna eat whatever the fuck I want because um, it comes around once a year um and same with nights out like if there's one or two uh i will have to be very very careful um and i may be flirting with a the line there but like if there was an occasion that was important i would fit it in as a one-off given the fact that i'm on contest prep but you as an individual if you've got nothing specific or extreme that you're working towards uh in the beginning of the new year you'll probably be okay so today's episode uh, i kind of wanted to tackle a slightly different topic that i've not covered before um this may be of interest to people that are considering it. Obviously, you'll see by the title of the podcast, it's to do with what do you expect from a shoot and a Photoshop prep. Uh, I actually did a podcast previously. Um, it was about getting shredded, what it takes and how it feels. Um, so I'm not going to go into details on the nitty gritty stuff of like how you'll end up feeling, but understand that. The ultimate goal of a photo shoot is to get in shape. And in fitness terms, that means like getting pretty lean. So when you get pretty lean, there is going to be negative implications to an individual as to how they feel. Um, but the beauty of a photo shoot is that you are in complete control of how hard you push. So, for example, if you want to just take it to the extreme and get as lean as you can, then you are going to be met with low energy, high hunger levels, heavy legs. Um, girls and females' cases, you can end up with amenorrhea, losing your cycle um, for a period of time. Um, this can be regained, regained back post shoot, uh, of course, um, but I think it is important to know that these things can be experienced going into it. Um, so, photoshoots are some of my favorite stuff. Um, like I obviously do the competing, but like for me... I am just a competitive bastard. <laughs> like, I want to I want to win and I, and I like the challenge. But ultimately, I get more fulfillment from doing a photo shoot and being able to, like, capture how I'm looking in that moment versus being up on stage. Um, so, first of all, we need to realize that a photo shoot prep, at the end of the day, it costs money. First and foremost, we need to assess um, this situation. Now this will change photographer to photographer and it depends on where you're going. But it's pretty safe to say that if you want a photo shoot, you're probably going to be paying a minimum of 300 350 £400. Uh, and that could be for as little as 15 to 20 images. So first of all, you need to be able to have funds allocated for this. Depending on the gym that you go to, um, you might have to hire out the gym. Every time I've had to do extreme gym, uh, it's been £50 cash. Cash, by the way, pocket in that no doubt but either way a lot of the gyms follow that trend Um, so you've got to consider uh, the finances first and foremost Uh, and a lot of the time you'll have a coach and stuff Um, you'll have your supplements your food uh, and I think it's just important that before you commit to anything you make sure that it's a financially viable thing to do so then what we've got to consider is that it still takes a lot of work, like, just because it might not be the extremities of stepping on a bodybuilding stage, like, you still have to work to get the desired look, uh, so we've covered initially that you need to make sure your finances are in order first and foremost uh, i think it's a very 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 wise decision to find someone to help you along the way especially if you've never been to that stage before so do your research on coaches see who's got good results see who you gel with and, and all that good stuff um, but let's assume we've got that covered you've found someone to help you uh you've found you you know that you can financially do it um then we've got to consider the fact that it is still hard work like i say you shouldn't just decide randomly, okay, I'm going to do a photo shoot in three months. Um, I, I think what's really important is that you look at yourself realistically. Um, so I have at least four or five clients at the moment doing photoshoots next year. Um, and each of them have a journey mapped out as to how they're going to do it. So you want to reverse engineer the process from when you're going to do it to current start date and that kind of contradicts my whole get someone to help you let's assume you're not going to get someone to help you and you're going to do it on your own so that whilst I wouldn't recommend it you'd at least have a solid understanding so how it would work would be you're going to reverse engineer the process so let's say for example you want to do a photo shoot and let's pick a nice easy number 30 weeks time Right, so you've got 30 weeks to get yourself in a good position. You next need to assess where you're at right now. Are you in a position where you can continue to be in a surplus? Do you need to have yourself a little tidy up? Um, How are your calories? Where is your output? Because you can't just jump into this um, with everything all over the shop. Like It will just result in a very fatigued state if you go into this with calories low and doing lots of output. Uh, So you need to assess that position. Like Where are you right now? Where's your body fat? Where is your calories? And where is your output? And from there, you've got to make yourself decisions. How long do you think you're gonna need for a diet? Now, for me, unless I've got an individual who's incredibly lean and it works out timeline, I would recommend most people doing at least 15 weeks. Uh, It gives you time. It gives you time to trial and error. It gives you time for potential mistakes, which hopefully we would avoid but you need to understand that time is of of the essence and like you don't want to rush this, you want to get in here stress-free with fatigue as low as possible. So you need to set yourself a timeline of how long you're going to do the actual diet for. So let's say, for example, um, you've got 15 weeks. Right, cool. So we've got another 15 weeks to work with. Maybe you need um, to do a slight recomp in that time. So maybe you've got six weeks in there where you need to get everything better. And then maybe you need to spend the rest of the time getting calories higher and getting um output lower so let's say for example you look at yourself and be like yeah yeah i've got a, have got a decent amount of muscle i've been training my nutrition's on point but i'm perhaps carrying a little bit of extra body fat and it probably wouldn't be productive to start a photoshop prep at this time so perhaps you run um a deficit for six weeks um go pretty hard just to get some excess fat off get a better set composition and then you're like right cool so six weeks out of 30 done 24 I know that I have 11 weeks no is that a lie nine weeks sorry um to get yourself in a better position so then from there what you want to think about is getting yourself in the best possible position so that's gradually getting calories up gradually getting output down because remember that over time calories are going to have to come really low output's probably going to get pretty high and we're going to get to this in a minute And you need to make sure that you're in the best possible position. That's also why I think it's not a good idea to just turn around and get yourself a coach the minute you decide to do it. I really think that an individual would thoroughly benefit from spending a period of months pre-diet to get an understanding of the body with the coach, get yourself in the best possible position and get yourself a non-biased pair of eyes that you can be accountable to. Um, so, So that's what you need to consider there is allowing yourself the best set point uh, and then like we actually need to just address the whole issue of time like when you're committing to a photo shoot it's going to take up time like yes you're going to get hungry and calories are going to be lower but you need to sort of ask yourself how much time do i have available to do this like steps are probably going to have to be higher than they're at now uh cardio is going to have to get higher you're going to have to do it on more days you're you might be a little bit more um, time restricted because you've got more activities to get done within the day now i can say from firsthand experience that whilst you might not feel like you've got enough time, you will quickly find you get yourself into a routine. And that's what the pre-diet time should be about. It should be about actually allowing yourself to build the habits and routines. So let's say, for example, you you got, I don't know, 8,000 steps to do a day right now. So maybe you figure out in a day, right, I'm going to get 4,000 from just daily movement. Um, maybe I'll get 2,000 um, within the workplace and then I go a 2,000 walk at night. Getting yourself in a habit of where you're going to go your walks during the day. Um, picking out set days for where you to do your cardio. Let's say you do two twenty minutes at the moment. You know when you're doing them in the week so that when the time comes to be like, right, you're at 220 minutes. Perhaps we're going to go up to three twenty-five minutes. You know what days you're doing it. You're already setting a routine. You've got other days ready. Um, and it's also being aware of where your limitations are. Let's say you've not got as much time are you prepared for the fact that your uh, your food might have to potentially go lower than it would to compensate for less output? Remember that um, being in a caloric deficit is a, a balancing act, uh, a seesaw, so to speak, uh, of your output versus input. Um, and that comes down to fatigue as well. Uh, like you've got to consider gym performance, you've got to consider hunger, and output can be a tool to sort of um, offset some of these tools. But you got to do what you got to do um so i think as much as we're sort of um going back and forth on like the process here like first of all you need to look at financial and then you need to think about right okay do i have the time to do it uh, i think that is a very important question that you do need to ask yourself um like for example as much as like i think it could be done regardless like um you see these like fucking ceo guys getting like in mad shape with these like celebrity trainers or these high profile trainers and it's like As much as I don't want to be patronizing, like, if they can do it, you probably can as well. The difference might be, like, when you've got, like, a very busy family and you're, like, maybe the primary carer and, like, you've got a lot of responsibility in that front. Uh, I can totally appreciate at that point that you might be a little bit more restricted on the time. But generally speaking, like, if these really busy, successful people can do it, you probably can as well Um, you just don't have your priorities in order Uh, and again that's another thing you have to get your priorities in order Um, and that's that might sound blunt but it's just how it is like fitness journeys is one of those things that you will directly get back what you put in you put in 50% effort half effort you're gonna get half results you just need to understand that you can't come crying that you didn't get the look you wanted when you didn't put all the effort in that you should have and again i say this for awareness um more than anything else uh, i think it is really really important to know that um so yeah we've got some factors there we've got like your considerations in the run-up to the diet how long is the diet going to be looking at financials looking at time and then we can actually get into the sort of photoshop process itself like you need to pick out a photographer that takes research same as a coach look into different places you need to consider where you're going to do it are you going to do something in a studio with a photographer which are some some people that are really good at that sort of stuff um or are you going to do it in a gym and what gym if you're not from a local area, you might have to travel and then you've got to account for accommodation, travel costs and whatnot. You might want some new clothes. Um, I would imagine you definitely do. Some some nice outfits to be feeling your best. Uh, and these are all things that need to be factored in beforehand that you can expect. Um, you also need to think about things like, um, like if you're a female, makeup, uh, hair and whatnot, um, getting all that arranged. Uh, guys and girls and you think about tan you're going to have to get a fake tan the day before Uh, and the reason being is just that a tan just shows off the definition a little bit better Um, and then if you're anything like me you'll walk around the gym half naked with cooking spray oil all over you because it gives you a little shine that looks better Uh, but yeah you need to get a tan sorted from previous experience with photoshoots I've actually just used uh, the Bondi Sands tan the night before so like we've put on a layer and I've just went for a light shower in the morning, uh, pat myself dry and it looks been fantastic. Um, so that is something I would highly recommend if you've got a photo shoot booked and you're doing that. Like, I remember, um, my main photographer, uh, TTM, she was like, it's better than the competition's tans. It's a nice color. It's not too dark. Um, uh, but you need to consider that. Um, and another thing that you need to consider, especially if you don't know, if you're not familiar with tanning routines is, your skincare routine and the lead up to things like you need to look after your skin you need to be exfoliating and moisturizing on the regular um, from at least a couple of weeks out uh, and you sort of uh, need to be careful on that front so I'm just going to put this out here now in case it seems like I'm going a little bit backwards and forwards I am completely freeballing this I have no set structure uh, I just thought it'd be good to jump on uh, and sort of do a topic about this um, so there's a few different factors that we've um, now considered. Uh, and I think that something that is important to highlight is that these pictures um, that you'll end up getting are honestly, in my opinion, some of the some of the coolest personal accomplishments you can ever have. Like looking at yourself physically and being like, holy shit, that's me. I didn't think I could ever look like that. Um, it's a, is a pretty surreal feeling actually, especially at the beginning when you might have a little bit of doubt if you can actually see it through. But it is important to know that along the way it it will be hard Uh, and I don't think um you should try and shy away from that like we live in um the current social media era so to speak where everybody's trying to shy away from things like how can I make sure I don't get hungry how can I make sure that I keep my energy up and blah 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 and it's like you're gonna have to suck it up like there's gonna be hunger there's gonna be low energy um and there's you might suffer in gym performance um but what we need to consider as well is that you've spent all this time, like building muscle beforehand, because again, like you need to actually ask yourself before you jump into a Photoshop prep: right, Do I have enough muscle to make it worthwhile, or am I going to diet down and look like a fucking piece of wet spaghetti because there's nothing to me? Um, and again, I don't, I don't say that harshly. I just think evaluate yourself critically, and if you need to, go away and spend a couple of years building muscle and come back. Um, as much as like it is cool to get abs, like it is very much worth making sure you've got some muscle um, and you'll probably find that when you do the photo shoot you'll be like yeah i looked really good but next time i want to do it and i want to get bigger and i want to get leaner and i want to do it even better um so there is that but like making sure that you've you've spent time building up muscle prior to this diet um you want to make sure that you can get all the way and keep the majority of that muscle so along the way in the hard days, like your gym performance might be a real struggle for you, but you've got to try and keep that up as much as possible. You can't shy away from hard training. There's going to be days where you cannot be bothered going to the gym. Um, there's going to be days where it'd be just easier to just do lightweight and just feel the burn, so to speak. Um, but that is a, a one-way ticket to losing that hard work for a muscle. So you've got to consider this as well. Um, you've got to consider sort of loading protocols into the into the photo shoot and that's kind of comes into competition prep as well there's a lot of similarities at this point within the actual contents of the prep so to speak the only difference being that you don't have to get as lean for a photo shoot but ultimately what we do in a prep is that we essentially deplete our muscles of glycogen Uh, glycogen is carbohydrates stored within the muscle and glycogen is what allows things to look you might have heard of full so when you look at someone and they look they're big and they're lean and they're, they're really muscly looking and everything's like popping out sort of poking you in the eye they're full and when someone looks really quite like depleted i know i've just said that but like when there's not much of a pop to them when everything just looks a bit smaller that's called flat flat is the most overused word in the fitness industry like you're not like flat should only be used in in regards to a contest uh, or a a, a photoshop prep a diet an extreme transformation prep Uh, and it is something that you have to accept there are going to be times along the way where you might feel like you're getting smaller and you're losing muscle mass but that's not how it works you're just flat Um, and to quote someone who I couldn't tell you who if if you don't get flat you'll stay fat Um, but anyway off on a tangent there you need to make sure along the way that you're testing these things so when we deplete ourselves down we get flat we basically make our body crave nutrients so When we're in the preloading, when we're in the week of the photoshoot, we need to obviously give our body extra carbohydrates, extra calories to fill our muscles out, to give us a pop, to make us look bigger. So you need to be sort of mindful along the way of the foods you're consuming and be like, right, what agrees with me and what doesn't? Uh, You'll try all these things along the way. It's another reason why you would have longer time. So let's say we had a 15-week photoshoot prep, um, which is a little bit, well, it could be done, but ideally I'd maybe like another week or two on top of that. Maybe you did... 12 weeks um, but you didn't have a chance to test anything at the end so you're just going in in the dark um, whereas you take longer you're gonna have more of a chance to try all these different food sources um, to see what's going to bring the best look for you um, a photoshop prep also involves you keeping an eye on your hydration levels how much water you're drinking per day how much sodium are you consuming uh because it's all these little fine variables which can just make the difference to the sort of the last look um I actually for my prep this year I had to buy a, one of those little uh, those little drug dealer scales that like um, I can't remember what they're called but they're tiny. It's basically so I could actually weigh out how much salt I was having per meal um, and that is like the epitome of measuring the finer details um, but everything becomes so like structured and routine like you, you track all these things and it gets hard but it is so worth it in the end. Um, so yeah, I think we've covered a lot of it here. We've covered obviously the the initial considerations, um, finances, time. Um, do you have any social occasions? I suppose that's a good one. Like, are you picking a time frame where you don't have a lot on? Like, if you turned around and you had, like, let's say, let's say you had a photo shoot in what were we in December. Let's say you had a photo shoot in like May, and you had a holiday in March, you had a wedding in April, and then you had a Hindu at the end of April. That's kind of backwards, but you know what I mean? And you were like, I need to do every one. That's probably not productive. So you need to pick a time frame where you don't necessarily need to give up a social life, particularly not in the beginning, but you need a steady run where there's not a lot happening. So you need to make sure, as my life in a position where i can afford to just be quiet for a little while and just chip away and work on my personal goals um so yeah we've got finances we've got time we've got who's going to help you we've got the actual nitty-grittiness of like what you're going to have to get into how you're going to have to manage it along the way and then you've got the actual photo shoot itself um the gym the photographer the clothes the tan all that good stuff um so a lot goes into it. Um, there's a lot of pre-planning. It's not just something that I think anybody should just turn around. Unless you're one of those like people that is just relatively lean all the time and could diet on like 10 weeks. I've got a friend, Anis, that's like that. He's probably not listening to this. Um, but I hate him. <laughs> I hate how he can do that. He just holds leanness all the time. Um, but yeah, unless you're someone like him, chances are you're going to have to put a bit of planning into it. Um, so as we're coming to the end of December here, if you do have an idea of something, you want to do something like that in 2023, then I would highly encourage you to start thinking about it now uh, and consider that it's probably not going to be likely happening before sort of, say, june at the earliest um if not later into the year with the amount of planning that might need to go into unless you're quite fortunate and you're already in a very structured position um so hopefully that gives you a bit of an insight um i'm aware that sort of went back and forth and maybe not a set clear structure but yeah i just want to come on and just sort of talk off the top of my head about some of the things that are involved um as i say i've got like five people doing shits at the moment next year i think um and yeah, it's a, pro- it's, a, it's a process that I love. Like the attention that needs to go into it um, is a lot higher. Like there's more frequent check-ins, there's more frequent communication, like actual communicating how you feel, like your day-to-day is so much more important. Um, and the level of attention as a coach I need to give someone compared to someone just look at what we call a lifestyle client, just looking to improve and get a little bit stronger uh, is a lot more. Um, so having a support network along the way is something that I would highly encourage Um If you've got fitness friends that understand it, they can get behind you. If not, having a coach is there for you every step of the way. Um, So if you're listening to this and it's something that you think, oh, that sounds pretty cool, I can maybe try that. um, Shoot me a message. I'd be more than happy to bounce back and forth. uh, And if I could help you, I'd love to be able to. Uh, But we'll leave it there. Um, Hopefully be back again next week, uh, maybe with a guest this time. Um, But yeah, we'll catch up soon. Thank you for listening to my rambles, guys. See ya.